Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Isolation Matter Butthole. <laughs> if you love a Reddit story, why not click that subscribe button? Maybe that notification bell, too. Sorry, I went off on that one. <laughs> and let's dive straight into today's stories. Much love, guys. And before we dive into today's first story, just a very quick warning there's a very brief mention of some infertility issues and miscarriage as well. So I just want to give you that warning just in case you feel like you need to use the timestamps below. Please feel free to use so. Your mental health is very important. Now our first story comes from Flaky Cauliflower 874 and it does follow with an update titled Am I the arsehole for still going to a party while my dad was in the hospital? We live in the same city. I am estranged from my parents. We have always had a difficult relationship. I went no contact with my parents about three years ago after we had a fight about if I was ever going to marry someone. They accused me of sleeping with men, being a degenerate and some other accusations, which were not true at all. It had been a long time coming as they had always disapproved of me pursuing a stressful career, which left me not time to have children and be a good wife. There are things I don't want. I have no interest in a sexual relationship or having children. I've tried to explain those things are not what I wanted in my life, but they never believed me at all. It was stressful and made me deeply unhappy. Honestly, the last three years have been the happiest in my life. My parents made me deeply unhappy about myself and they make my self-esteem issue worse. No contact has been the best thing I ever did. I was going to a small party hosted by my best friend. I was halfway there when my brother called and told me that dad was sick and being taken to the hospital. I told him that I was busy and asked him if he wanted money and told him I would send him some money the next day. He was fine with it. This party was pretty important. My best friend and her husband had been struggling to get pregnant and she had miscarried once before. It absolutely broke them but she is pregnant now and the doc said the risk of miscarriage was mostly passed and they wanted to tell our little band of friends. I wanted to be there for her and yeah, pandemic has not been easy for any of us. I really wanted to make some happy memories. My brother called me next day and he called me cold-hearted for not coming over to be there with dad and called me ungrateful. I think he saw the stories one of my friends posted. I feel guilty now. I should have gone, I think. I am his daughter and he does care for me in his own way. I just decided on the spot that I would rather be with my best friend than my family. I feel it's a bit of a selfish decision. Now to me, I find this story much like the other stories where we see and people say, but it's family. And let's face it, they seem like from the very first paragraph, they've been a bit toxic in your life and that's why you went sort of no contact with them in the first place three years ago. So for your brother to suddenly demand your attention because your dad's gone to hospital, you know, you know your feelings in this, you know how you're feeling and your friends were more priority in this situation because clearly they're more family to you than your own parents for the way they treat you. So that would make it an absolutely not the asshole to me. 
And Shadow Archer 90 says, not the arsehole. You chose to go to a party to celebrate someone who has been a positive force in your life, as opposed to seeing your parent who you are not in contact with and has treated you with a lack of respect in the past. There's nothing wrong with choosing found family over toxic blood relatives. I wouldn't feel guilty about it. If you want to reconnect with your parents, that's your decision. But just because your father is in the hospital doesn't mean you're obligated to see him. But again, how you choose to spend your time is your decision. And in my opinion, that time should be spent with people who appreciate and respect you. Supreme Goldie says, not the asshole. Most hospitals don't even allow visitors due to COVID. And your brother didn't even make a big deal about it at the time. Shell says, not the asshole. You owe your parents nothing. They pushed you away and expect you to keep coming back for more abuse. Choose your own happiness. To which Mountain Man says, not the arsehole. You opted to be with your chosen family on a special day. Jemai Meslana says, not the arsehole. You are no contact for a reason. A good reason at that. No contact means no contact. So what if it was a selfish decision? I don't think it was. But even if it were, you're allowed to make those. Would your presence in the hospital really have changed anything for the better? Would it have achieved anything other than rug sweeping all the pain they've put you through? don't feel guilty. You chose to be there for the people who matter to you. That's not selfish. And one more from Stoat King who says, not the arsehole. Your post comes across as if you feel guilty about not caring more. Don't beat yourself up. There is clearly good reason behind you going no contact. You can't just decide to care if at heart you don't. All you could do is pretend and it's debatable whether that would help anyone. He does care for me in his own way. It's rather telling that you felt the need to qualify that. Now let's move on to the update to see what that says. So update, I got many supportive comments and I realized I wasn't in the wrong. I told my brother that I would send him all the money he needed for his treatment, but I wouldn't be visiting him or mum. My dad recovered, but he was in a wheelchair for a while. When he got out of hospital, my brother contacted me and said he wanted to talk to me. And he said my dad sounded really apologetic and he begged me to give him a chance. I did and my dad apologized. He said he'd been in a lot of pain and he was scared that he would die while they took him to the hospital and it made him realize that he'd rather have me in his life than not. He said that they were willing to accept any decision I would take. They wanted me in their life and they have missed me. I was moved honestly. My dad never lies. He speaks what is in his mind and I trusted him. I've been for three dinners and they have been nice. I hope they continue to be nice. I love them and I wish we could go back to the relationship I had in high school. And that update was only just posted within the last hour. So there's only a couple of comments on that one. But, and I'm going to read one, but from the Riken Maneuver, who pretty much reflects my thoughts on this one as well, who said, I'm glad this is a happy update and I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. But your parents are still reeling from his near-death experience and their emotions are raw. It is still entirely possible that they revert back to the way they were when you cut them off. It's also entirely possible that you not being there was humiliating and they're worried about outward appearances more than they are about reconnecting with their daughter. I know you say your dad never lies, but dads also shouldn't treat their kids like shit and your dad treated you like shit in the past. So just keep that in mind and don't be afraid to cut them off again if they default back to their asshole setting. I don't think OP would put up with it too much. Now they've, they've done it once already and they've set their boundaries. Hopefully they will stick to them too. And I hope the dad has turned over a new leaf and does treat OP with a lot more respect than they've treated her in the past. But what do you guys think of this one? What do you think of the update as well? Bit of a mixed one there for me. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. 
and our next story comes from Date 2021, titled, Am I the Arsehole for Refusing to Move My Wedding Date Because My Brother's Getting Married the Same Day? My family are hardcore Christians, and my brother Ross and I have always been on bad terms. It extended to our adulthood, and I stopped talking to him after he mistreated my fiancé Adam and I and invited him to our wedding. Adam and I got engaged in 2019. We set a date for our wedding, which is on October 9th. Tim announced his girlfriend was pregnant days ago and our parents went crazy and demanded they get married the next month. Tim agreed under the condition that he chose which day the wedding will be. My parents agreed even though they're funding the entire thing. I got a call from my uncle saying Tim is getting married on October 9th. I was shocked because this date is my wedding date. I knew he did it deliberately after I had invited him from the wedding and I had no intention on attending his, but I went to see what the deal was. Adam refused to meet me at my parents' house saying, you take care of it and get back to me. I found most of my family there, including Tim and his girlfriend. I brought up the date and asked who chose it. Tim's girlfriend lied saying, my parents did, but my dad pointed saying Tim did. I asked Tim why he chose the date to be the exact same date as my wedding. He made a face and said to him, this is a free day since he never planned on attending my wedding, so he thought that date fits. I explained I worked for two years to be able to afford inviting and including everyone and that I chose this date first and want my whole family there. He shrugged saying it's not his problem if people choose to attend his wedding over mine. I spoke to mum and she said I needed to move the date since Tim has to get married fast as his girlfriend's in her third month and they have no time. I explained how much I'll lose since I've already paid for the venue, invitations with original dates and spent money on menu and flowers. I pointed out that Tim chose this date to spite me and to divide the family and suggest they change his wedding date since they're having it at their house and paying for everything. Mum said she can't since they wanted the wedding on October and Tim and his girlfriend find it fair to choose the day. Tim said I should quit making this a competition of who gets married first, but I said this wasn't the case and I just wanted all my family at my wedding. Mum said if you want the whole family at your wedding, then you'll agree to move the date. You waited two years, can't you wait a little longer? My aunt agreed, but I thought it's illogical to expect me to move my wedding date and then threaten not to come if I don't. I got into a fight with Tim and left. My parents said if I want them at my wedding, I should postpone the date and shouldn't blame them for not attending if I stick to my original date. Fuck that, I'll be off. I'll be having my wedding somewhere else with no family at all. There is no way on earth you're the selfish one in this situation. Your side of the family is being absolutely terrible, knowing that you've paid for stuff and expecting you to move it. What bloody planet are they on? And I know we throw around like cutting off family quite a lot in this subreddit when we cover it, but I think it's justified in this. I don't think if my family gave me this kind of ultimatum, I wouldn't be able to forgive them for that. Would you? Holy moly. Let's cover some comments to see what they say. With Nyan saying, well, I hope your SO has a nice family. They're showing you where you rank and what they think of you. It is not assholeish to decide their presence is no longer a priority for you. Not the asshole. your brother found a great way to screw you out of your wedding and I'm guessing the rest of your family was never really on board with disinviting him in the first place so aren't willing to take your side. The awkward says and replies to this one saying, yeah, I don't know, the last time I felt this bad for someone reading one of these. She saved up money and planned it for years in advance to account for all the members of her family who she loves and is paying for. Then they blow off her wedding for a wedding that was planned a week before just to spite her by her brother. Frankly, if my family blew off my wedding in this matter, I would legitimately cut them out of my life and try to build a new family with my fiancé and their family and not talk to mine ever again. 
I certainly wouldn't be consulting a third party to see whether or not I was an arsehole. Nefariousness says, not the arsehole, I suggest fighting fire with fire. Spread the good word before the wedding about the growing family. Bet your religious family will be so happy to attend their wedding after knowing it's a shotgun wedding. Jennifer says, I'm really sorry, you have lost some of your family. The only way I see to maintain dignity is to carry on. People who cancel or choose your brother's wedding instead need to understand you will think differently and poorly of them and I would go low contact to no contact as you deem fit. Who know what they think of you? Can I also just add that their logic is totally bogus? Hardcore Christians aside, they've done the thing they were meant to wait with. Getting married after the fact isn't some kind of theological loophole. Shake my head. Hope you have a great wedding surrounded by people who really care about you and respect you. OP replies to that saying, The problem is they think I'm being selfish for refusing to move my original date but still wanting the family at my wedding. It hurts because I've worked so hard to be able to afford a wedding where all family have a chance to attend and included. I realize Tim is being unreasonable and probably chose this date deliberately. But since my family know about my original date, I think they should have refused to have Tim's wedding on that date. Julie says, Well girl, I guess your family won't be at your wedding. If it were me, I wasn't moving shit. He literally did it to spite you and you should never stand for that bullshit. Keep your date and your real family will show up. Not the asshole. Don't back down. And one more from Nock who says, Not the asshole. You paid for your wedding and they paid for his. And they expect you to move the wedding and lose a lot of money in the process. I would just tell them that the wedding is on that day. And if you are not there, then they chose your childish brother over you. And they do not deserve to be in your and your partner and possible children's life anymore. As I am sure Adam will also feel somewhat this way if he is. This will also filter out your real family, the ones that come to your wedding and not the one of your entitled brother. Now, what do you guys make of this one? I don't understand the family's logic in this one too, you know, especially the parents of all people. What are your thoughts? Let us know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Many Combination 7167 Am I the arsehole for withholding pay from an unqualified worker? About five months ago, I hired Dawn as part of my startup team. I conducted a verbal interview and portfolio review, and her work seemed to be what I was looking for. Dawn's work was satisfactory and the project progressed well. The cat came out of the bag recently when I was writing a routine article about the project and asked Dawn, along with the other team members, to complete a short form about her personal particulars. She returned it with the education field completely blank past high school. It turns out she in fact had absolutely no further education. She had no problem with admitting this to my face when I followed up. This job was advertised for qualified, skilled professionals, so I obviously relieved her of her position. The conflict began when I withheld the project payments Dawn has accrued these past two months. I had unfortunately already paid her for earlier work and cancelled our profit sharing agreement. Dawn said I have no rights to do this and began to threaten me with various legal actions. I explained very calmly that she had in fact defrauded me of money I had already paid her as the job was one for a skilled professional, that I would be well within my rights to action that legally and that I would consider further emails or phone calls to be harassment. Dawn was unable to accept this and took the issue with the words unskilled slash unqualified. She contends that her work is in fact skilled and that if specific credential was required for the position, it should have been covered in the interview. Admittedly, I should have raised it then, but I assumed that someone with her verified job experience and technical ability with specific programs and protocols would have at the least bare minimum qualifications related to that work. 
This matter has become controversial with family and friends whose opinions I've sought. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Now, I'm pretty sure you could be in hot water over this one legally, but I'm not gonna go too much into that because I don't know, but I'm pretty sure you could. I'm sure someone will correct me below. But from what I read here, you said Dawn's work was satisfactory and the project progressed well. And then all because of something that was on a piece of paper, as in her education was blank, you fired her for it and then tried to withhold pay as well. And I think that's where you could be legally in the wrong. And from the first two paragraphs, I don't even see a place where you actually asked about her qualifications anyway. It was only in the last paragraph where you said that you assumed someone with a verified job experience and technical ability with specific programs and protocols would at least have the bare minimum qualifications. So it was an assumption. So yes, this is going to make you a huge asshole in this case. She done the work, pay her. But I'm sure you're going to get in a lot of trouble anyway if Dawn follows it up. So yes, it's a you're the asshole for me. Holy moly, but Ravioli says you're the asshole and what you're doing is highly illegal. I would seriously suggest consulting a lawyer because you're going to land yourself in very, very hot water. Pangolin says you're the asshole and quotes, I conducted a verbal interview and portfolio review and her work seemed to be what I was looking for. Dawn's work was satisfactory and the project progressed well. Then goes on to say, sounds like she demonstrated all work skills you were looking for plenty well. Realistically, what is the impact of having a fancy expensive piece of paper or not when someone has shown she can do the work? If you didn't specify a degree when you posted the job, she had no reason to bring it up then. She didn't defraud you of anything. You're refusing to pay her for work she has completed satisfactorily on your project, which is really messed up. I don't volunteer says you're the asshole. You don't mention that she lied on her resume, which I assume you read. Did she misrepresent herself or did you just not pay attention? Pay her for the work she did or you will get in very hot, potentially company destroying water with the labor board. Kalanek says you're the asshole in most US states. You can legally fire her, but you can't not pay her. If you needed a college degree, you should have verified it. And if you simply wanted qualified and in your mind you meant degreed, then that is entirely your issue. It is not legal to withhold pay from an employee for work that was already done. And one more from Feisty Mouse who says you're the asshole and there's no way you aren't breaking at least one law here. One, you need to pay her for time spent. Two, you had a verbal interview and you reviewed a portfolio, but you don't say you looked at her resume anywhere, where I bet you'd find no further education than what she shared on her short form. So if she didn't meet your mystery prerequisites, that's on you. Three, of course she has no problem admitting something you never asked her about. She wasn't hiding anything. You assume she had your vague requirements and we all know what happens to those that assume. Four, you don't even mention the, the quality of work she had done for you. Pay the woman and fix the verbiage for your requirements at the very least. Now, what do you guys think of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. 
Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And our next story comes from our very own subreddit, r slash mark narrations. Come on over there, get involved, post your own Am I the Asshole stories, and occasionally they may be read on the channel. And it comes from Muddy89, titled, I complain to a manager and nothing seems to be happening, so I go to the hospital and get things on the record. Sorry for the long title, I just had to go to the hospital because I need a record of this, like I feel like I am going nuts here. So my work, food service, had a big charity thing and everything was crazy. Some of my coworkers are newer and aren't aware of certain rules and why we have them. Others have been there for some time, but now are past the three month probation and just don't seem to care about working together like we had seen before the three months. One rule is you cannot wear any fragrance, i.e. perfumes or cologne. One of my coworkers has been drowning himself in cologne. I'm not the only one who has noticed, but I apparently have been reacting to them. I have headaches, which I've been brushing it off as things are crazy and I have a lot going on. My throat has been getting a tickle and gradually gets sore to the point to quote my manager, your voice sounds so hilarious. Yeah, that's actually what she said. I live close to work, so I go home on my half an hour lunch to get away from the scent. It clears up and I go back to work and repeat until shift is over. Yesterday, I told management, if I lose my voice again, I'm going to the hospital. They kept us away from each other. Today, I was working with him again, and he's been talked to about it according to the management, and I can smell it. I keep my distance and stay close to an open window. The headache comes. Great. The tickle comes. My thought, I can use self-defense in my upcoming trial over this, right? Nah, so I go to the manager and tell her I'm going to the hospital. Manager says, okay. Am I supposed to punch out? I don't know if it's my ADHD that caused me to worry about something so stupid and pointless, but it happened. Manager says, yes, you need to punch out. It wasn't until I was driving to the hospital that I realized how little they cared about their employees' health. I'd lost my voice three times and all they did was move the co-worker away and talk to him. Maybe wrote him up. I'm in the ER crying so much, the nurse told me to calm down. I say, I'm sorry, but I think I'm going to lose my job. I answer her question and explain the situation, and she asks why I thought this. I don't know why I feel like this. He is the one breaking the rules, but this guy has been causing issues with others and nothing is being done. I've seen people complain about him and nothing. Normally a person doing this would have been let go a month ago, but not this guy. The only reason I let this go on for so long is because he is an immigrant and maybe he didn't understand that cologne is still on his shirt. We have different shirts for the charity, and when we switch back to our uniform, he wouldn't put on any, and there shouldn't be any cologne on a clean uniform shirt, right? Nope, he is still drowning in it. Workers put signs out about not wearing perfumes and cologne in places where everyone can see. So I guess I'm being unfair saying nothing is being done. But am I the arsehole for going to the hospital and getting this on record? My mum has told me I shouldn't go to the hospital because I'll be there for some time and then the symptoms will be gone, which is basically what happened. My fiance says the way my voice sounded that one day was scary and dangerous in his opinion. 
Now, obviously, you're not going to be the asshole in this situation. You're having some sort of allergic reaction to that cologne where your throat is closing up, which sounds dangerous to me. And I would immediately go to, you know, your superiors, your manager, HR, whoever it is, and say, I'm having an allergic reaction to cologne, which is meant to be banned from the office anyway, and then see what happens from there. And if they're blasé about an allergy, well, more fool them, right? Because they're the ones that should get in trouble in the end. If something were to happen, God forbid. But Tagari says, not the arsehole, for getting it on record. The person is breaking the rules and it's causing health problems for you and your other co-workers. Getting it on record was wise. There's no reason for you to suffer at work over something so easily fixed. Your co-worker is the arsehole for ignoring the rules and your manager is the arsehole for refusing to hold him accountable. You shouldn't lose your job over this. Senna says hi says you shouldn't lose your job, but I understand how it feels when you're not the one flaunting the rules, but you're the one who is being punished and disregarded. You're absolutely not in the wrong for going to the doctors to get a sense of how bad this is or can get if change isn't made. You need to know how this is impacting your health. If your job has an HR department, you need to send them a letter or email with a clear summary of the timeline and that you need to have this resolved as it has concrete and ongoing impact on your health. Even though HR is there to protect the workplace and not the employees, there is something that actually opens up your workplace to being sued and therefore costing them money. So they should find it in their hearts to actually take action in the matter. Also, if your job doesn't have HR, you need to send it to the owner slash boss of the location where you are. The thing that middle managers are best at is smiling and pretending their own bosses that there is nothing wrong because they're so great at their job. Sparkly Spooky says, not the arsehole, as someone has worked shit jobs with shit co-workers, they might be harder on you, but you won't lose your job and neither will he. So if you want to be healthy and safe, start looking for another job. If he is not an arsehole, you might be able to talk with him directly, especially while you have the funny voice and say that strong and lingering fragrances make you sick. If he is an asshole, I hope your job search is fruitful soon. And Shatora says, going to say this simply, you are allergic to his cologne, full stop. Your direct report won't enforce company policy. Move up the chain of command. Those no-scent rules are there for a reason. It's not just a rule for only women. Next time, it could be full-on anaphylaxis. Your manager is even mocking you for the symptoms of your allergic reaction. Go up the chain of command. This is an ADA issue. He's making an unsafe environment, not just for co-workers, but if he's public, facing customers as well. Now, what do you guys make of this story? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. And our next story comes from a throwaway account titled, Am I the asshole for taking my mum out to dinner to apologize for my wife's behavior towards her? I, 26 male, have been married to my wife, 24 female, for around eight months. We recently bought a home and have been packing up and moving out of our apartment and to our new house. For whatever reason, my wife and my mum, 53 female, haven't really connected. This seems to bother my mother, as I have two older sisters who are both married and she has a great relationship with their husbands. So while we were busy packing up and moving, my mum showed up and started to kind of insert herself into our efforts, asking what she could do to help. I told her, actually, mum, I think we pretty much have this, but thank you. But she persisted, helping us pack up boxes. While my wife and I were loading up boxes into the back of my truck, my mum said, here, why don't we try it like this? I think it will work better. This, for whatever reason, set my wife off and she snapped. Look, we don't need your help. Stop forcing yourself into this. We have it. I don't need you to tell me how to load our belongings. Leave us alone. I honestly will never forget the look of her to my mum's face. She bowed out and left. 
Afterwards, I asked my wife, was that really necessary? She responded, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but your mum is so frustrating. She doesn't know when to quit. A couple of days later after the incident and the look of my mum's face was still on my mind. So I decided to invite my mum out to dinner at a local restaurant that she liked to tell her that I was sorry. I did this without talking to my wife first, but told her about it afterwards and told her that she could also attend the meal and tell my mum she was sorry too if she wanted. My wife vehemently declined and told me that the dinner was so disrespectful to her, that my mum was being too pushy and wasn't owed an apology. She told me that I was being a mama's boy. I told her that I'm not a mama's boy, but I'm not just going to stand for the woman who gave me life and sat by me whenever I had a fever being disrespected, not even by my wife, and that my mum meant well and is owed an apology. My wife is upset with me. Am I the asshole? Now, I think there's more to wife's and mother-in-law relationship than we're being let on in this one story. And it was the one line that jumped out to me around the fourth paragraph, which said, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but your mum is so frustrating. She doesn't know when to quit. So clearly this isn't the first time this happened. It's obviously happened multiple times. And whilst I'm sure OP does love their mum to bits, she clearly doesn't have a good relationship with wife in this. And I did think, I did think myself that it was a bit disrespectful to your wife, especially telling her you can come and apologize as well when your wife really doesn't have much to apologize for. Maybe what she said was, you know, a bit strong, sure, but I don't know the full details of of what your mum does to your wife. So maybe it wasn't strong in some ways, but there was boundaries in place. There's clearly some sort of boundary in place and your mum's overstepping it time and time again. So I gotta say, you are the asshole in this one. But serendipity says, get your wife to jump in and tell us how your mother has been since the engagement, please. (laughs) Intergalactica says, you're the arsehole. You told your mum multiple times you had everything covered. It made perfect sense for your wife to be annoyed when that boundary had already been set. It was also entirely disrespectful to turn around and apologize for your wife's behavior without telling her first. That makes it sound like your mum did absolutely nothing wrong in the situation. While your wife may have been a bit rude with her delivery, you need to set strong boundaries early in your marriage between you and your parents before this becomes a bigger issue down the road. If you say no, that needs to be on the end of the conversation. Whether it's your mum or not, it sounds like this isn't the first time this has happened and that's why she doesn't have the same relationship with your wife. Dying Insect says you're the arsehole and likely part of the reason your wife's frustration reached that level and quotes, I told her that I'm not a mama's boy, but I'm not going to stand for the woman who gave me life and sat by my bedside whenever I have a fever being disrespected, not even by my wife. And then says, whoo boy, you're going to be one of those divorced men going, but I don't understand why she left me. And New Drive says that you're the arsehole. Your wife is right. You're being a complete pushover. So your wife is having to draw all the boundaries herself and you're not backing her up. And let's have one more from Bruce Shark 88 who says people who mean well are not automatically owed apologies. That is flawed thinking and has enabled countless abuse and abusers. So what? I was calling my son a lazy bum for years so we get a job. I meant well. Yes, I call my wife fat. I mean well by it though. She should know how unhealthy she is. This seems to be a bigger problem for men, meaning most men seem to take their mum's side over their wife's side when something blows up. If you continually take your mum's side over your wife's side with stuff like this, then you will soon be divorced. Google relationship expert Dr. Stan Tatkin and his work on secure functioning couples. Look, I get you respecting your mum, etc. You are moving which is stressful situation and from what you describe, your wife seems to nail that 
Yes, your mom was inserting herself. Sounds like you tried to shame your wife to come to dinner and apologize to your mom, which in this situation quite frankly sounds asinine. I would suggest you spend less time trying to protect your mum from the natural consequences of a situation that she herself created and more time trying to better understand the woman you chose to be your wife or she won't be your wife for much longer. Now, what are your thoughts on this story? What do you think about the relationship between the mother-in-law and the wife? Let us know your thoughts and comments and verdicts on all of today's stories. As always, I would love to hear them. Thank you so much for the time out of your day and get involved in the channel. Thank you so much on the feedback about having just a chill stream at some point next week and playing a game or two and just talking with you guys. I look forward to that. We're going to get involved. It's going to be a spicy time, let me tell you. Well, not too spicy. I don't want to get too, too carried away here. <laughs> and just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for being involved. And I will see you in the next one, you cheeky so-and-sos. Much love. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.